Cheers, guys. Cheers. Ladies. Welcome back. How is everyone doing? Where are you guys coming from today? I am so tired right now because uh, well, Christine and I were just in Germany, right? Uh, so I'm jet lagged. Uh, I keep getting so tired at like anywhere between like 5 p.m. to like 8 p.m. I start to just get really sleepy and then I wake up at like 4 or 5 a.m. But it was good because I woke up early enough to get a nice run in this morning in the rain, which was very like main character energy. So (laughs) that was nice. When did you guys get back? We got back late on Saturday night and it was the longest flight of our lives. So long. I erased that from my memory because it was just so long and I don't ever want to remember it. (laughs) It wasn't even, there wasn't anything bad about it. We were just, I think, just so tired from the week of travel. And then the way back home from Europe is a little longer, I think. I think you've got like headwinds on the way back. I I don't know. Anyway, Megan, weren't you just traveling also? (laughs) Yeah, I was in Hawaii. I was in Kauai. It was my first time. Have you guys been to Kauai? Mm-mm. I've never oh, even been to Hawaii. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, that was Dane. Dane had gone pretty mm-hmm. recently, right? Mm-hmm. Um, well, we should go. On the beach. We can record on the beach, like seagulls in the background. Actually, do they have seagulls? I don't remember seeing seagulls. (laughs) There's like, there's a lot of tropical birds, but I don't remember seeing seagulls. But yeah, it was really nice, super relaxing. You can't really tell, but I got really dark, which is like, because in Seattle, like my leg, in Seattle, I just, I'm like pale. I'm the color of my AirPod case. It's like crazy. (laughs) So now I'm all golden and tan and I'm hoping that it lasts a little bit longer so that I can pretend I'm on the beach. (laughs) You got your vitamin D fix. um, Speaking of vitamin D, (laughs) (laughs) we can go into that topic later, but let's first talk about what we're eating and drinking today. Wait, why does that sound so <laughs> Let's first talk about what we're eating and drinking today. <laughs> All right. Anyways, okay, so what are you two drinking and eating today? I can go. So I am drinking a white yuzu ale. Doesn't that sound so good? Um, Is that the one just... with the owl on the bottle? No, it's the one with the little mountain. Mm. It's my first time trying it. It's really good. It's like very turbid. We all know. We love a good turbid drink. So there's like, I guess it's yuzu floating around. It says, white yuzu ale brewed with spice. Taste fruity and slightly sweet. Ooh, It's very good. For all the listeners out there who don't have drinking vocabulary, what does turbid mean? Hmm. Well, turbid <laughs> just means it's not clear. So there's things that are floating um, mm. within the drink. So like you would maybe consider, this is a bad example, but like milk is turbid, turbid because it's not clear. I um, mean, there's, oh. I guess, like proteins floating in it. Um, but that's mm. not the best example. I would, I would use more of like, you know, if you go to a restaurant and someone orders a natural wine and it looks like there's like literal shit floating inside. <laughs> sediment. That's, yeah, like sediment. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Christine. That's mm-hmm. a lot more refined. Um, <laughs> shit. Yeah, it, when you see, yeah, when you see, <laughs> when you see shit. the sediment, <laughs> the sediment, um, it makes it really turbid. So that's what that Ooh, is. Oh, and I'm that. having, um, what is this? Ujingo, and I'm just dipping it in like straight gochujang because that's just what I had. Yeah. Speaking of kochu. <laughs> <laughs> oh, today's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. Exactly. <laughs> I'm having some bourbon whiskey, Russell's Reserve mm. Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Um, yeah, that's just kind of all I have. So, I'm, but I'm having it with a huge 
a big old ice cube. And I am um, having some flaming Hot Doritos. Oh, I want some. Yeah. I want yeah. Where did you find flaming Hot Doritos in New York? Uh, you know, I have no idea because I had a friend who <laughs> stayed at my place while I was in Germany. And then she bought it for me. Uh, I guess because she ate my chips, which she was welcome to. But I think she was like replenishing it. And she mm. bought these flaming Hot Nacho Cheese Doritos. Oh. Damn. She knew what's up. Mm-hmm. That looks really good. What about um, you, Christine? I am drinking this white wine. It's from Ooh. Italy. Villa. Oh, what a Villa. Yeah, bottle. It's Farina. Um, I found it in my fridge. I think <laughs> I think Shannon brought it. Um, Shannon is one of our friends. She came over for um, like pre-dinner drinks, and I haven't opened this, so I was like, I'll drink that today down and then um for snacks i'm actually having dinner right now so i'm having a little bit of kimbap yeah and that's uh i'm not gonna eat too much of it because then i won't be able to talk so all the rice in your speaking of not being able to talk with things in your mouth (laughs) (laughs) yeah speaking of not being able to not being able to talk with things in my mouth megan would you like to introduce the topic for today (laughs) actually before we talk about our topic today, oh God, we're all over the place. I'm dying. Uh, okay, well, just a quick reminder of the structure of the podcast. Samcha, as you know, means third round. Um, our conversation today will have three rounds and we'll go deeper and deeper and deeper um, as we go through. Um, <laughs> Speaking of going deeper. I know. <laughs> oh god okay and then we'll be drinking and and then we'll be drinking throughout of course so today's topic if you haven't already guessed is about penis i'm just kidding it's called it's titled penis um but it's it's um a conversation around like sex and dating and all the fun and juiciness um that ensues with that um and this episode is a little bit special because in round three in samcha we are going to look at some listener submissions some stories and some questions and it's also special because this is our season one finale oh my god (laughs) so when we planned out this podcast we decided to do multiple seasons of about five episodes each just to be realistic uh for our schedules um but we don't worry we have a whole list of other topics that we want to cover in the next season and beyond so make sure to follow us on social media uh at some podcast for updates on when season two will come out with that let's head into ircha round one cheers everyone question to kick us off is did your parents ever give you the sex talk and if they did what was that like and if they didn't then how exactly did you learn well my parents did not give me the sex talk i don't know if any megan or christine if either of yours did no, I didn't get no. the sex talk either. I no, think it was like awkward and uncommon yeah. in like <laughs> Asian households. Like we don't even talk about our feelings. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let alone. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, my parents never like it was always kind of glossed over, and I probably learned at school or through yeah. movies or something like. Yeah, <laughs> that came off weird. Like I just started watching porn. <laughs> no, but I mean, okay, but well, there's like two things. There's like you could learn about sex through movies and media and stuff, but also like you learn what a sex talk is through movies because we never got a sex talk, but then we've seen it in. I don't know, commercials, movies, TV shows where kids are getting the sex talk, which is interesting. It's a very, like, American thing, like, American household kind of thing, like, to have with your parents. Mm -hmm. But in, like, a Korean-American household, like, in the 2000s, like, that's very uncommon. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. I think the only way I learned, um, like 
biologically, like so how things work was through school. And I remember mm -hmm. they had like a day in like fifth grade where they separated the boys and the girls and then the girls watched a video about like your period and yeah. what all that is. So I remember that. And I also remember we were, we had to watch like a video of a woman giving birth or something in like seventh grade. Did you guys yes. have to watch that? Fun fact, my parents for school, they had to have the parents sign a waiver to acknowledge to the parents that your kids are going to be taking or like your kids are going to have a few hours dedicated to this topic. My mom did not sign that form. So I sat outside while everyone was getting like oh the God. rundown of like sex ed. <laughs> and I was like, doing crossword puzzles. They had like a little activity book. And I sat in the hallway oh doing God. that. That's <gasps> so funny. So when did you, did you like have any sort of sex ed in school? Um, I did not until high school in mm -hmm. health and lifestyle. Because we had to do, yeah, health and life yeah. skills, yeah. I remember. Yeah. Megan, what about yeah. you? Yeah, I feel like I definitely remember like random videos. I think I do remember them splitting us up. But I but what I do remember is that it wasn't it wasn't always like it was kind of it was always more like fear based. Um <laughs> and they didn't teach, you know, like they didn't teach like you fear for sex. <laughs> yeah, it was like dare for sex. Um where you know like it's you know it's like fear based and they're like abstinence. you're going to die if you do drugs. Yeah, like when they teach you abstinence and it's like guys, it's not going to work. Like I'm trying to look up the title of the movie that it's like there's like the title that everybody watches, right? It's like there's a name for that movie and it's like The Beauty of Life or something. Um, Probably. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Side note, anyway, I can't find it right yeah. now, but you know what we're talking about. Yeah, so I don't think I ever, I don't think I remember it being, like, super accurate from, yeah. you know, obviously in hindsight, yeah. Okay, so our parents did not give us the sex talk, but if you become parents in the future, what are you going to do? Like, are you going to give a sex talk? A thousand yeah. percent. Yeah? What like age when? do you think is appropriate? Yeah. yeah. I would probably have to do a little more research <laughs> on what age. I'm sure someone's, you know, figured it out online. Mm -hmm. But I, I definitely want to give it so that, like, maybe, maybe like a little bit earlier on, just so that they know that I am a resource mm -hmm. um, for them instead of, you know, like keeping hush hush um, and not telling mom or not approaching mom if, if they have questions. They're probably not going to be asking mom questions, right, about sex, but like at least um, at least they know that like they can come to me. So I think that's, that's maybe why I would start early. But again, I don't know what that age would be. I saw a TikTok where the parent like was just like asking the, ch the child some questions of like stuff that they've the parent had taught them um, about like consent and like stuff like that so I feel like you can start with like those kind of topics earlier and then like right, right. build on it as they get older um, and add in more around like actual sex um, but yeah so maybe it's more of like a cascaded like approach or something like that yeah, that totally makes sense. Like, it's, it's not just about here's a penis and here's a vagina. And if this is, you know, like, it's not that. It's more just exactly like maybe a conversation around consent and what that means. And then, like, it goes into mm -hmm. something much deeper or mm -hmm. something more surface level. I don't know when um, I learned about the idea of sex. I'm just trying to think, like... It trying to go as like far back in my memory as possible. I know that for some people they like realized like their own sexuality through like watching Little Mermaid or um <laughs> Lion King <laughs> or Lion King or Titanic. Titanic. So, I was gonna say who was your sexual awakening? Titanic. Yeah, yeah. Titanic Titanic no, no, Armageddon. It was Armageddon. It was oh. the mm -hmm. like animal cracker scene. Mm -hmm. Um but I'd like when I like watch movies or these like topics come up with my children, I think that like, I'd hope that I would have like an open enough relationship with them for them to ask questions of like, what is this feeling or um, identifying what they're processing and them being like unashamed about it. Mm -hmm. So 
whenever it comes up like naturally that's like my approach of like that's when we'll have the conversation Mm. but I guess like we'll see when that happens like when we do have children how early that is but for me it was like I don't know fifth grade sixth grade yeah because like the parent really sets the tone of like how you feel about it um Mm -hmm. and I think this goes nicely into the next um round but um like if as a parent you're always like covering your kids eyes or like always like obviously like to an extent like you should maybe like not show them certain things uh but then that creates this like fear kind of um mentality and then they don't want to go to mom for x y and z you know um so i guess it yeah it's really up to the parent to set the tone around it in either direction yeah, definitely. 100%. Yeah. well so on that note um let's go into each chat cheers everyone (laughs) for Icha um we wanted to talk about you know if we grew up with shame around sexuality whether it's as a young girl or a woman or being Asian since it's a common experience that we don't talk about sex in our households um so yeah so let's start there it's kind of interesting for me um I maybe should have processed this before I brought it up but in middle school, high school, I had a lot of male friends that I was very close to. Um, there were like, you know, a few girls as well, but I think um, the majority of the group were guys. And so that kind of meant that it was kind of cool in certain ways because because they're all guys and I'm generalizing here, but like a lot of guys are a little bit more open with like talking about dicks and like vaginas and whatever. And so like I was kind of thrown into that. Um, And so I didn't have to be so hush hush about certain things. Like I kind of had the freedom to be myself or like to express certain things. Um, But then I guess like as, as I was growing up, Um, and like maybe more like later half of high school into like college. Um, that's when, you know, like women always get like slut shamed or they get kind of like, there's, there's a little bit more pressure around women. And so then at that point, I think it was more just trying to be more PC about things. But yeah, I feel like I've kind of had both experiences where, um, yeah, just growing up, like I could be myself, but then also just live being a woman in the society like you kind of have to be care quote unquote careful um to not be slut shamed as you get older Ooh. <laughs> you, um, I, just, I just talked about like so many different themes <laughs> uh did your did you have these like conversations with your parents at all like i know that like you mentioned that you had these convert like open conversations with your friends and your guy mm-hmm. friends, but within like the walls of like your home with your parents, did you like bring up any of these topics with them, or was it usually just like removed from all topics and discussion in in your household? I mean, there's a distinct difference between like mom and dad, right? So like oh. dad, I could not, I <laughs> couldn't really speak to him about anything. Um, with mom. I don't think I've like explicitly talked to her about, you know, situations until maybe I was like in college or older, but like, you know, in high school or even like beginning of college, um, I wasn't necessarily asking questions about certain things, but it was more just maybe sharing about certain things that I've heard or certain things that I've experienced and kind of sharing it with my mom. Um, and maybe getting her take on it or things like that, but it wasn't necessarily like a question because I, maybe I I felt too shy to be like, where does the, the dick go? (laughs) (laughs) Oh God. Are we 12 year old boys? Like why cannot, I feel like I've seen like boobs for the first time. (laughs) I can't stop laughing. I feel like for me, it was only recently or more recently that i felt more comfortable opening up like with my friends like family is still Mm. i think like another thing for me in terms of like sex and those conversations um now that i'm married it's like more just 
babies, I guess, is like the topic, which, you know, sex equals can equal babies. Uh, but yeah, it's only been more in like recent years that I've been much more comfortable talking about um, sex and all of that um, with my close friends. Uh, so yeah, but I think just for most of my life, it was a topic that was very avoided, even with like close girlfriends. It's just like something I never really brought up. Um, and I don't really know like where that comes from. Is that what you're going to ask or? Yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask, like, do you think it's because it, you felt, you kind of felt that pressure of like, you know, women need to be of a certain way or like pure, you know, purity is a big thing or whatnot. Um, do you feel like it came from there or was it just just innately like you just didn't feel like sharing i think it's probably a mix of both like there is the whole like um narrative of like saving yourself before marriage and like all of that and so with that comes like just not talking about that kind of thing uh but then i think it's also partly my personality too of like being pretty private and i talked about it in a previous episode that i'm a quite a private person, even though I have a YouTube channel. Um, so I think it's like a mix of those things. I'm glad you get to talk about it now. Like yeah. we're making a whole podcast episode. I know. <laughs> I mean, now that you're married, it's all, it's all, you know, cause you gotta come out guns a blazing. <laughs> oh my God. That's an interesting phenomenon I've observed is like, uh, women in the church, like, getting married and then all they talk about is like birth control and sex <laughs> like i haven't i haven't actually experienced it myself firsthand but i've heard of it happening like through secondhand accounts um but yeah it's that like it's that repressed like thing which i think goes back to like early exposure and conversation you know i can totally relate to that so like to your original question around like shame and sexuality like it's it should be pretty obvious that like i grew up in a christian household like both my parents like all my life we went to church um and so with that came the narrative of like save yourself for marriage it is a sin to have sex before you get married so i had this very unique experience in high school where before so like there is this like ritual where seniors before they go to high or college there is this thing that you can sign up for where it's like i will save myself for marriage like and have this like commitment to it it's like a contract you get a purity, get a purity <laughs> ring out of it <laughs> so so i think it's like a way for parents to like maybe monitor their children of like did they do it or did they not and then there's this whole like this whole like thing where if you did lose your, um, if you did have sex before you like joined or like participated in this ritual, you can reclaim your virginity. <laughs> I'm dead. Born because again. all sins can be forgiven, right? So, um, like that would be a separate group, but like they would <laughs> the fact that they separated you out. <laughs> so what crazy in the world. Yeah. It was a very, um, now that I think about it, it was a very interesting experience that um, I had around like, it's like pressure around like maintaining your virginity. And um, I took this ring to college and then I lost it. Like even before I like, you know, lost my virginity, I lost my <laughs> ring. Oh, oh, okay. I was like, oh, <laughs> I'm being very open right now. <laughs> I can't. Kathy, close your ears. Kathy, close your ears. <laughs> you know, so this is like this is the part where like I overcame my shame. So, um, I was in the car. I went home for winter break. I lost my ring. I did not lose my virginity. And my mom's like, "Where's your ring?" <laughs> I was like, "I literally lost it, but I'm still like, don't worry." Um, and so I think that that was like the, like opening of like my mom, like wondering, did she do it or did she not? Like, is she mm -hmm. lying to me or is she not? And so eventually over time, like my mom and I became very close and realistic with each other. And my sister, as I mentioned in previous episodes has been like the intermediary between me and my mom. And so now, like, I think that I, when I reflect on that experience, I felt that, um, 
there was like this pressure from my mom to maintain this like level of purity. But now that I have these open conversations with her and um, we've been able to um, be transparent in like all of our act, not, I mean, like not my mom, but like <laughs> all like, of your yeah, activities. I don't want to know what's going on in my mom's world. <laughs> no, thank you. Um, Kathy has needs too. <laughs> yeah, what would Kathy do? But I don't want to know. Like, <laughs> but my sister and I will like have these conversations, like, and my mom's like listening. And so um, I think that that like openness and like transparency with like my mom has like opened and allowed me to overcome the shame that was like put on me before is like and my mom knows that like I'm an adult now and um I don't necessarily have that shame anymore um because mm -hmm. I can be open about it with my mom and my sister and we can laugh about it and make jokes and um talk about funny things related to this topic <laughs> <laughs> yeah like she oh, broke the wall is by like yeah. she broke the yes. wall down by saying like hey where's your ring because does that mean that you had sex like <laughs> right right she opened it you know wait i wanted to ask um is chris and you don't have to share this christine this is also off yeah um wasn't there like a story about underwear with your mom too how like oh yes like, <laughs> if you want to share it it's really funny yeah so another thing that like came up or like another indicator um, that my mom was like, I'm, I want to talk about this with you is like, we went shopping and I, um, had more, my mom's like, like, <laughs> like I, and that basically means like, why do you have so like, why do you put so much effort into picking out your underwear? Um, <laughs> and so I think like when my mom said that, she's like, if you put in an effort or like you care about what your underwear looks like, someone's obviously looking at it. So... <laughs> Smart Kathy. Kathy, Kathy. Kathy. Detective Kathy. And so <laughs> I think that that was just like um, one of those moments where um, my mom was just like pointing fun at me of like some kind of behavior that I have, but she wanted to talk about it, but in like a joking, like calling me out kind of way. So um, that was that was another little like memory that I had <laughs> like back in the day when it was very like ambiguous about whether or not like where which line I or like which side I was on. <laughs> well, that's actually it. really nice. That's really nice of her because like obviously, obviously you know there's like the serious like you they sit you down and like have a chat and then there's like the t complete opposite where like they just never talk about it and I feel like. Kathy kind of did the right thing of going kind of in the middle to like still be interested or like still like poke, not poke fun, but like be light, right, in the topic and like talk to you about it. But then also, um, yeah, just kind of give you an opening to share or talk, talk to her about things. That's funny. Did you okay. two ever have like a moment where like your mom recognized that like you are sexually active or like... You you just yeah. reminded me of like, so I get my vagina waxed, right? Like, <laughs> so when I started doing that, my mom was like, my mom was like, isn't it so painful? Like, why are you doing it? And I was like, mom, why would I go through this pain without any gain? You know, so I was like, woman. <laughs> And she was like, oh my god, please be careful. I love that. So like, yeah, that That's was a kind of fun. <laughs> that was a fun experience. But I was like a little bit older. So I think like, you know, she can't really, she can't really say much. <laughs> yeah, true. Did I, have I, I didn't have anything like that growing up at all. I think it was only literally like once I got married that my mom more acknowledged that, you know, kind of thing. Um, so like two instances that come to mind was like just, uh, what was it, our wedding day, I think. She just like really wanted to make sure we like, you know, had our own private room, like space. Oh, we got married at my parents' house in the backyard um, mm -hmm. because it was during COVID. Um, so just like stuff like that. And then I remember she asked me like, oh, control how Which means like, <laughs> like control, I guess like birth control. I never even heard about like the words, how you would say birth control in Korean. 
Um, but she she just referred to it as control. Like control how you're like doing you're controlling, right? Like the birth, birth You're in control, control right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I remember um she asked that too at one point. Um Wasn't there also that like time that your mom slept over when she was in New York? Oh my god. <laughs> oh, I completely forgot about that. So um so my mom visited me in New York um last year. And then Dane was um, like in LA. So it was like just me and my mom at the apartment. And then next to my bed, like on the nightstand, I had like a little um, lube thing. It's like a pump lube, like very handy because it's a pump versus like the little, what what do you call like the flip top like kind of thing? Um, You know what I'm talking about, but no one has time to do that. Like you just pump it, good to go. (laughs) Um, But it was on my like nightstand and my mom's like, you know, moms, they just clean things they like touch things reorganize and she's like oh you go moya and i was like um and i just like started laughing right and i was like you know and then she was just like oh 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 and she just like started laughing as well <laughs> but like she wasn't like um she wasn't like bashfully laughing she was just like she literally mm. was just like oh <laughs> like that's really funny um yeah. so yeah so that's like the, th- the third instance that comes to mind and the brand of this lube was it was mod and this is not <laughs> planned it was not planned at all <laughs> i promise not planned not sponsored um well actually this is also a good time to talk about mod because we were talking about shame and sexuality so actually i guess i I could talk a little bit about mod as like a company they are like a sexual wellness and health company um and they sell products like can like massage candles and lube and vibrators and they're amazing um but i think the more amazing part to them is they kind of share a lot about like sexual health and of course wellness and um they have a blog called the golden and um they deep dive into sex in your older years and kind of removing the shame um about that because you know when you think about older people like you don't think about sex um but i thought that that was really cool and obviously like my vocation is working with older people and so it just kind of is very cool um and i actually love them so much that i work with them on my glue glue gloss account um so if you guys ever want anything from mod um i think it's get mod dot com and you can use code megan10 for a little something extra off um to get yourself off (laughs) (laughs) nice that was really good thank you thank you not sponsored check out i know not sponsored but but call us also can i add one thing yeah about mod um one thing that i love is how just like normal the like design and branding is usually when i think of like sex things it's like neon pink with feathers and boas and all this (laughs) stuff right but mod is like the most aesthetic like millennial like or not even millennial but it's just very it normal like it normalizes sex and like sexual wellness and it makes it feel like an everyday product or like everyday activity um and it's very in line with the Google Gloss aesthetic. So yes, um, definitely sure. check them out. Um, I have their candle that you can melt down into like massage oil and that- My favorite. So cool. Yeah, so good. <laughs> All right, cheers for cheers. round three. Yay. Um, and as Megan mentioned earlier, this is a special samcha, special third round because we got a few submissions from our followers on Instagram. We asked people to share any questions they have about sex or dating, um, and then also any funny stories. So we have a handful, just a couple of each that we'll go through. Uh, We'll start off with questions. So the first question we have is, do women think about sex as much as men? What are your thoughts, ladies? Yes. Um, What is yes? What is absolutely? <laughs> I feel like it's. I feel like yes, in general, 
it's interesting. It's just like guys are just socialized to be more comfortable to talk about it all the time. And if you think about it, like literally their penises are just out, you know? So it's like, it's just in their face. It's out. But then ours is like in, you know, it's like concealed our, our, you know, our sexual organs. So I feel like, do you not feel like that's part of, you know, why Ooh, men, yeah. men just like sex is just like on their mind or, you know, externally on their mind all the time. That's interesting. I didn't think about it that way, but that kind of makes sense. I mean, even just the way, even like the way you sit, right? How, how, again, we're generalizing here, but like mm -hmm. how guys with penises, like balls and dicks, like sit <laughs> and then how women sit. Yeah, <laughs> we cross our legs. God. <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like there's a correlation here, you know, between how we yeah, are physically yeah. and like act physically and then this like comfort around talking about sex. Christine looks very confused and concerned. <laughs> I'm <laughs> I'm trying to read an article while I'm talking to you <laughs> about whether or not this is true, like mm. in a broader scale. Mm -hmm. um, what are your and findings? So, um, one funny thing was that so while men did think about sex more often, they also thought about food and sleep more often than women as well. Mm. So, um, mm. there's also like a previous study where it says that like men are reported to think about sex 19 times a day when women think about, are reported to think about sex 10 times a day. So it's like almost two times. Mm -hmm. Um, but these are, this is from like menshealth.com. So I don't know how seriously. <laughs> oh, and you know, what's like another factor is hormones and like menstrual cycles and like, yeah like i saw another tiktok i wonder how many tiktoks i'll reference throughout this tiktok you know, university <laughs> yes i saw another tiktok just i was just like oh my god like some men um can just wake up feeling the exact same way every single day <laughs> versus yeah. people who get periods and who have the hormones from the periods it's like one week you know, you're tired and moody one week, you've got like cramps and you're horny. Like one week you feel like 100%, like we're always like up and down. So I feel like that probably mm -hmm. impacts it as well. A hundred percent. It's a societal stuff too, where like women have to think about more than just themselves. Like they have children they have to bear and feed and, um, they have to think about all of the shame that goes around um, sex. Whereas like for for men, it's really easy and it's actually celebrated, right? Like, oh, how many people did you sleep with? Oh, how many people did you sleep with? And that's a more celebrated thing than if a woman started sharing that. It's actually not. So there's that as well. So yeah. the answer is yes, probably. But... <laughs> but. It depends. Like if you yeah. were to ask someone who is like in the heat in their like raging period cycle where <laughs> they're very, very horny, they're probably thinking about sex like for all of the minutes. <laughs> but then after their period, they're probably not thinking about it at all or maybe just like once a day. So Are we talking that... about ourselves here or <laughs> uh, just like off the cone. <laughs> yeah. um, yes, I am talking about myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the next question we have here is how to get over heartbreak. Well, first of all, whoever submitted this, I hope you are doing okay. We're here for you. But you know what they say, to get over someone, you have to get under someone. Under someone. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so who who um has something to say about heartbreak? Was there any like recent events or was it just me? <laughs> I think it might be just you. <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> All right, well, I have a few things to say, but it's not comprehensive. So I'm still going through it right now. Um, so I think in all serious seriousness, like, yes, you can get under someone to get over <laughs> someone. But one thing that I would highly recommend or highly suggest in terms of what worked for me is to just like take a deep breath and just process it. 
And I think that like related to this, like the topic of penis and like sexual Mm -hmm. wellness, it's leading into like what your body is feeling in that moment. And um, I know that heartbreak sucks and it feels like um, your heart has been lit on fire and then like crushed and incinerated into like a billion pieces. Um, but to start putting yourself back together, you have to breathe life into yourself. Um, and you are the only person that can do that. Mm. So that's like the first thing. And I think that like prioritize, like what your body is telling you to do, whether it be like take a nap or to cry it out or to go for a walk or, um, to just, you know, do what your body needs at that moment. Just listen to your body and engage in that. And then um, just turn off what everyone else like thinks or um, that like the noise around you. And I think that like you just have to like really remember your own truth into around like why you broke up and and have that be like the grounding point of like where you build your happiness because you did break up with that person for a reason. Mm. Um, So just remember that and um, just trust yourself in the process and just take deep breaths. And with each breath, there's going to be um, something else that comes along, some new experience, but just remember to breathe even though it hurts. And that is all I have to say. Oh, my heart is melting. (laughs) Yes, you gotta breathe. (laughs) Breathe. We can use those sound effects for the rest of the episode. (laughs) (laughs) They're kind of. That's a little. (laughs) Do you remember the um, Britney Spears "I'm a Slave for You" song slash music video? And then there's a part where she goes like, (sighs) (sighs) (laughs) "Yeah." And it was always so, like, scandalous when you're, like, in elementary school or whatever that came out. Anyway. Back to what Christina said. It really does suck. And I'm sorry that you had to go through Mm -hmm. that. Uh, But thank you for reaching out and asking. And hopefully, like, in a future episode, we can dive more into, like, the process of healing and what, like, Christina and Megan have experienced as well. But Mm -hmm. we're all, you know, like, human beings and we're learning. And hopefully there will be more to, to, to... there will be more to say in like the future episodes. Yeah. Um, and then speaking of like talking about relationships a bit more in future episodes on the next question, um, it's uh, at the people who have done a long distance relationship. How do you keep sexual things interesting with a little smiley face? <laughs> oh, long distance relationships. I thought it said long term relationships, but Mm-mm. yes, that's another that's another topic too. Long distance. Well, long distance is easy because it's like, what is it? The heart. The heart grows fonder with Absence distance. Makes the heart What's grow fonder. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> That's not what my dad said. <laughs> what does your dad say? Something about like, I can't, there's like one thing of like, if that person's not there, then you forget it. Like, <laughs> out, out of sight, out of out mind. Of mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So funny. Oh my gosh. I, um, I mean, both, both are true, I guess. Yeah. I, uh, I recently turned on like one of my old phones uh, because my friend who was staying at my place that I mentioned earlier, she lost her phone and then um, she ended up just like getting a new phone the next day. But I had dug up an old unlocked phone I have because I was like, oh, maybe she can like use this temporarily, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then I on the phone, I have an app called Couple, um, which I think is like no longer exists. I don't think they the app exists anymore. They stopped updating it. Um, but it was this app where like, it was meant for long distance couples um, and it was just like a chat interface. But then within it, they had like, you could put in special anniversary dates or like whatever. And it would show like countdowns. Maybe you could also put like when you would see them next. And then they had this like really cute like feature that was like thumbprint. And so if you both like open the thumbprint thing, you could like press your thumb and then feel the vibration from like <laughs> other person's thumb. <laughs> like from there to That's so sexual. Oh my God. No, no. <laughs> Christine just turned like the cutest thing into like a dirty, dirty. (laughs) 
um oh but yeah God. i like literally um two days ago was like um reminded about that um because uh -huh. dane and i were long distance um for like four years out of our eight-year relationship before we got married Damn. i feel like I feel like it, there, it's, it was pretty similar for Sean and I too, for me and Sean. Obviously, we would just be texting or like using Messenger or whatever. And I remember like a, f like a few months ago, it must have been at this point, but I was just like randomly looking through um, my Messenger because I don't really use Facebook anymore. And I was like looking through it and I was looking <laughs> at our old messages and it's <laughs> so cringe. Like, like it's cringe well yeah like the sexual stuff is like so cringe like i want to die but that part isn't even bad it's just like the way that we used to talk to each other like trying to be all like cool and stuff anyway it's so funny but yeah we definitely had like we, there was a lot of like phone sex mm -hmm. like over voice or over text happening a lot um like what else are you gonna do yeah what else you're gonna do i was thinking like if you were to take your um, relationship today and then say that like you have to be long distance with Sean or Dane, how would you keep sexual things interesting? Maybe less cringe texts? Mm. <laughs> yeah, it, maybe it would be more like straightforward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or, hmm, that's a, actually a really good question. I think I would cringe at myself, like trying to keep things like sexually interested, like remotely. <laughs> I think like it's um it's it sounds like cringy but then I think like it's it's obviously like you're it builds to it or like you're in the mood for it like you can't just like suddenly go from like hey how was your day into like all right we're gonna like do this like sexy stuff now um so it, it's very contextual for sure yeah and I feel like it's I mean, we can have, I think we definitely should have like a relationship episode, but like, I think it's different now. Um, cause there's like different levels of intimacy. Um, and it's not just like physical or it's not just one thing. Things kind of have to line up in different ways. Well, that for one. And then two is like, I think there's like a deeper level of intimacy that like I feel with Sean now versus, you know, three or four mm. years ago. Um, mm. And so it's a different type of connection. So a different type of like, like mental connection, emotional connection leads to a different type of like physical connection. Um, and so it's just like kind of, kind of navigating that, but I don't know how I would really answer your question about like if we had to do the same thing now <laughs> that we did you know three or four years ago um, have you seen the episode of new girl yeah. where winston sets up a whole like um video call like booth to have phone sex with his girlfriend Allie because she's like um away somewhere um and then he literally has like different backgrounds he has like props and costumes he has, like an astronaut like helmet and like can put himself in space it's like so ridiculous um and then there was like some funny gag that happened with it but um yeah that's like what i thought of when christine you were like like what would you do today you like do. i feel like technology has come afar like a long way <laughs> yeah um so i don't think we have like any um groundbreaking advice on this question uh but, but you this know. is an idea for listeners out there to innovate and yes. if there is uh there's probably an idea out there to create an app for people who are doing long distance relationships yeah. to stay sexually interesting to each other <laughs> sexually interesting so the other thing that we asked people to submit on our instagram was um some stories so we do have two funny little stories here um do one of you want to read the first one so someone submitted this and it says one time i went on a tinder date in korea and after drinking i went to the bathroom i came back and the dude is gone like nowhere to be found but he paid the bill, so asterisk, asterisk, shrug. No, it was shrug emoji. <laughs> oh. <laughs> shrug. <laughs> wow, well, I mean, he had, he had the, you know, 
he paid the bill. At least he so courteous. But also in Korea, most places you pay the bill like at the counter, like when you're leaving. So he probably also like didn't have a choice. Like they probably like, you know, would have caught um... him. <laughs> Like, just you were in out. the bathroom, so they thought that like if he leaves, like both people mm-hmm. at the table must are be gone. leaving. You know, God, I have so many questions. That's awful. <laughs> that first of all sucks. Um, at least he paid. Uh, have either of you experienced anything like this similar? I kind of no. did that to someone. <gasps> <laughs> But I communicated it. So, like, the issue with oh, this guy yeah. is that he lacked the communication skills to, like, exactly. know what was going on in his mind. So that's on him, not on you. <laughs> um, I'm so glad you did not end up with someone who has, like, communication issues. Mm-hmm. But for me, like, I went on a date with someone, and it just was going downhill, and I was not in a good mood. Um, he asked me, like, what ice cream flavors that I liked, and he picked two flavors that I did not like say that I liked. He picked the one that he wanted and he made me share the ice cream flavors that I did not mention. Um, so I was like, this is like very off. And then he proceeded to just talking about himself and how human beings suck and all these things. So I said, I'm not like, like I cut him off and I said, I'm not in the mood to like be on this date right now. I'm going to throw my ice, like my melted ice cream away and then leave so if it's not going well you can like communicate to that person that like you know you're not interested and so i took the ice cream i threw it away and i just walked out um love it but it kind of just sucks that you like came back and this person was gone and there was like no expectation of like the date having ended i'm i'm curious like was the date going well i'm assuming that she or yeah she or he thought that the, the one that went to the bathroom um yeah. i'm assuming that they thought that the the date was going decently um and then and then they left so that was why it was more confusing too because like if the date was like absolute garbage then it's like not that that excuses the behavior obviously yeah. but like then it's like okay whatever but i wonder what things have been said to be a fly on that wall i'm curious uh and not to give this dude any credit or anything but it says that they were drinking so like wouldn't it be hilarious if he was just like so drunk that he just like was confused yeah he like (laughs) forgot he like forgot he was on a date he's like where why am i here by myself (laughs) (laughs) or like he had to like poop so bad and then there's only one bathroom and he's like i can't wait no, yeah. but then he would have texted her and or him or been <laughs> like, yeah, it's like inaccessible. Yeah. yeah, no, that's definitely it's like sounds baby. Awful yeah, immature like small dick energy. I would say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, you dodged a bullet, so yeah, good, good for you. Strong communication skills uh, and people to not like to actively communicate that they want to go home. So yeah. Those are those are basics, mm-hmm. and this guy did not have it. So good for you, uh, Megan. Do you want to read the next little story submission? Yeah. Oh, this is funny. <laughs> okay, so this person said my ex asked if I was down for anal, and I said hell no. So he said, okay, then how about we just try a finger first? And I reluctantly agreed. As soon as he tried sticking it in, I yelped and was so grossed out, and that was that. No disrespect to people who like anal, but I could never. I poop out of that hole, my goodness. (laughs) I don't know why, but the use of the word yelped is just really funny to me. Like, I think of, like, a Yorkshire Terrier. (laughs) It's like... (laughs) Uh, for those of you listening you're gonna have to watch the youtube video (laughs) let's act this out i'm gonna go hey like are you down for anal oh hell no okay then how about we just try a finger first (laughs) Mm, okay Okay. fine okay i'm going in (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh my gosh, sorry to this person who submitted their story and now we're reenacting it. <laughs> Your traumatic oh, experience. Goodness. Oh my goodness. So what do we think? Um, <laughs> what do we think? <laughs> I don't know why it. I came out like that. Um, okay. So, I mean, I think it's just different strokes for different folks like you know people have their own preferences um obviously this guy has his preference and um it wasn't yours so sometimes it just doesn't match up and that's okay at least you like shared that with him through your yelp Well, actually, to Christine's point earlier about communication, I think that's this is exactly mm. where you would be pretty explicit and say, I did not like that. Yeah. Um, consent is very important. That's right. Yeah. That's At least right. he asked for your consent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very true. That is very true. I think it's good that like you were open to like hearing out your partner's preferences. I think, mm. again, to like what Christina said, different strokes are different folks, but you also have your preference and you learn that that's not yours. So I think that it's good to explore new things, keep things spicy. And if it's a finger in a butthole and a yelp, that's (laughs) one experience, but it keeps things fun, but also just like know your boundaries and know that like, you don't, you shouldn't feel bad about, um, not liking that. And you just have to, actively communicate with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um if you tried it, uh now you know. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's my like kind of philosophy. Try it and then figure out what you think about it. Mm-hmm. And like shout out to the compromise here because like they, you know, <laughs> sounds like they said hell no and then he said, okay, then how about just a finger? And then they reluctantly agreed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like at it least there was else, a compromise. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. exactly. Not been a finger. It could have been. Yeah. I feel like we need a cheers Ooh. to this person. Oh, cheers. Like, you know, they went Good through job. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> cheers. <laughs> so I would say just like continue to apply that philosophy in your future relationships Life. or future whatever, whether it's with sex or other things, just like. Have that openness, but then know your boundaries. And what you like and what you don't like. Mm-hmm. And clear communication. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> and that was your therapy hour with Megan, Christine, and Christina. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> you guys, was that the end of season oh one? God. Talking about butt stuff! <laughs> we started with braces oh and blowjobs. We ended with butt stuff. <laughs> I mean, kind of full circle. Yeah. <laughs> Getting kind of emotional thinking about all this um, butt stuff. <laughs> all this butt stuff. So I know, Christina, earlier at the top of the podcast, you said that we had a list um, of topics and stuff that we want to talk about, and we do. But if you all have things that you want us to talk about or you're curious about or anything of that matter please let us know slide Um, into our dms yes slide into our dms email us um comment all the fun stuff yeah oh my gosh i'm like getting separation anxiety like christine was mentioning earlier (laughs) i don't want to end um are we gonna know how to talk to each other by season two like (laughs) i know it's like Um, but also thank you to all of our lovely listeners, um, who took the time to just, you know, join us in these fun, random conversations. Um, we have really, really enjoyed doing this. I am acting like we're never coming back. We're going to come back with season two. So don't (laughs) worry. (laughs) Sometimes I joke to Christina or like during our trip that this podcast was like pure entertainment for the three of us. (laughs) (laughs) Like we recently did a little pop quiz on our Instagram with like questions about Mm -hmm. our moms. Um, I think it's like in our Instagram highlights so you can go revisit it. Uh, But when Christine was like making it on the plane, uh, when we were flying back from Europe, we were just like, like in the plane, like in the dark, giggling, like just like laughing about how like funny we are. Like we're just like, it's literally, we're just like serving ourselves. (laughs) But 
but it's also for our, our listeners we really appreciate you all <laughs> oh my god don't we need to shout out that person who got the most right <gasps> oh answers? shoot oh my gosh okay we're gonna have to um do a quick little calculation all, all right. right drum roll it's a four-way tie <laughs> shout out to at jane lapernia cloud design la my sister and christina's husband <laughs> <laughs> they all five out of six of our mom quiz questions correct so but super shout out to jane and christine because we don't know each other personally but you got five out of six questions right about our moms yeah. yay congratulations <laughs> and come back next season Yay! all right well guys, one last cheers yes for the season yeah. cheers. cheers so much fun Yay.